This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge, and we're inviting you to take it with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. Head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. Make that commitment to shop one in five of your purchases towards a small business. We also invite you to shop the directory if you don't know where to find other small businesses. It's right there on the page. And we're asking for you to share the pledge. Imagine if each of us told three to four people about the Shop 1 in 5 pledge. It would be an incredible and life-changing for so many small businesses. Tell your friends, your family, and your social network. It costs nothing extra and makes a world of difference. Our purchases have the ability to change lives. Okay, let's jump in. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. In today's episode, we are re-airing one of our favorite episodes. If you're new here, then welcome. We're so excited for you to listen to one of our most popular episodes ever for the first time. And if you're a longtime listener, we still encourage you to tune in and listen. You never know what new lessons and aha moments may stand out to you now that didn't before. All right, let's dive in. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my festive co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. Today is a good one, friends, because guess what? The holiday season is upon us. And as we prep for the holiday season, a lot of you might be thinking, what kind of content can I be sending to my customers? How do I engage with them without always sounding so salesy or without sending promotions? And why is content in 2020, especially holiday content, different this year than any other time of year? So we're going to jump into that today. Yeah. And that's why it's especially important is because holiday content is different anyways, right? In any other year. Well, 2020, it's especially different because we're having to pivot and adjust our businesses in the messaging that we give to our customers. So we want to always be connecting with them. So it is different anyways, and it's especially different for 2020. Right. So let's talk about content and the three C's of content. So if you have listened to this podcast before, you may have heard us teach the three C's of content. If you have not, you can always head over and listen to the podcast episode number 132. And we go over the three C's of content. It's our live recording for Dallas market. But Mina, let's quickly tell them a little bit about the three C's of content that is our framework for content or pillars, and it's calendar content, conversational content, and cornerstone content. Yeah, it's our framework. And I really like to think of them as buckets that you need to be producing for your customers and getting it in front of them. So calendar content is one that we always 
talk about because that's where most people just they only do calendar. And that's because you go off the calendar, major holidays and seasons like football season, back to school, um, Game of Thrones, winter is here, you know, whatever it is that's pop culture or whether it's on the physical calendar, then that's where most of us will start. And that's calendar content. It might even be like uh, National Dog Day or, Uh you know, there's certain days that are not actual, actual holidays, but they are based on the calendar. And that would be content that you would create around that. Right. If it's top of mind for your customer, right? You only pick the ones that relate to them. Right. They don't care about dogs. If they're cat people, then they may not be (laughs) celebrating that day. It's true. It's true. So the second one would be conversational content. So conversational content is usually entertaining content and it builds that connection with your audience and with your customers. So this is a thing of, of sort of like engagement and awareness about your product and brand, and it's got instant interaction. So this might be where you're doing polls, you're asking questions. Um, there's things that are, that are humorous. There's, there's some things that are, they just, they create engagement and interaction. Yeah, for sure. And I really think that Instagram, if we were to pick a platform that's like the golden child of conversational content, it would be Instagram because it's made to engage. You know, there's the polls, there's the slider, there's the um, ask me a question, do this quiz. It's very quick, like snapping of the fingers where they can engage with you. And it's just those little touch points of them being thinking that they're part of your world and you're part of their world. Right. And then the third C in our pillars of content is cornerstone content. And that tends to be that foundational content about your brand. And it's something that actually matters to your customer. Yeah. I think that this one is probably the one that people have the hardest time with because it's kind of the one that lasts forever. It's evergreen content and it matters the most to your brand and also matters the most to your customer. So it's one that it's really for building that loyalty over a long-term journey with them. And that is so important to get that in front of the customers as well. Right. So cornerstone content might even be, we were just talking to one of our masterminders and, and she uses a certain product that is better for the environment. And the way that this uh, product is made with this better for the environment product, that's cornerstone content. That's something that she's going to talk about the recipe or the making of it or something that it stands for, right? Versus conversational content about that idea might be um, a poll on like, what do you think decomposes quicker, plastic or enamel? for example, or do you like to recycle? And that's something that someone can say yes or no to. Um, And then let's say that is still something that is really important to your customer for calendar content. Let's say there is like a national recycling day or earth day, for example, that might be something that you really lean into with your customers because you know that that calendar date is important and you can kind of see how that's linked throughout the entire brand. Yeah, for sure. I think the ingredients one is really important because if you think about Cornerstone, let's say you're a candle maker, you talk about the benefits of lavender. Those benefits are there from six months from now all the way to 10 years from now. That never changes, right? And that helps to build education around your brand. Right. Absolutely. So now let's jump into the idea of why this year's holiday experience is going to be different than past years and perhaps how content is going to need to adapt to meet the needs of your customers this year. Yeah. I mean, why not? Because 2020 is unprecedented for everything else. So why wouldn't it be different, right? So I think it's just a shift of where people are and where their minds are and 
everything that's happening in their environment that's changing. So there's a holiday mood that happens every year. We all feel it. We all love it. We all cherish it. It's the when we start hearing Christmas music and where we start smelling um, pot pumpkin spice or seeing pumpkin spice latte or um, seeing storefronts have you know a holiday or a festive feel or. Um, just feeling like the mood of the entire, you know, being on social media or even being local, all of it shifts to that holiday feel, right? Stepping into fall and feeling like, ooh, this is going to end at Christmas and it's going to be amazing. And we are seeing it happen earlier and earlier normal times, right? And this year we've seen it happen as early as August. So something we came up with in the past Rocker Holiday Promotions Challenge was follow the pumpkin spice latte. So what does that mean? If you follow the marketing efforts of a company like Starbucks, that's really cued in and they're spending all the millions of dollars on marketing and research of what their customers and consumers want, they realized that they were going to launch pumpkin spice lattes in August. Same with Halloween candy was coming out in August. This is pre-back to school or right at back to school time. And why is that? Well, some of the conversations we've had in our community is that people are wanting to... They need a different experience, right? It's been, it's been a hard year globally. And they're starting to look for new experiences, different experiences, things to kind of just shift things up, especially if you've been staying home. And so I think the idea of fall weather coming, getting cozy, staying inside, mm-hmm. the scents, the smells, the taste, all of that is going to be something that really uplifts us a little bit yeah. mentally. So the previous year holiday experiences, Mina, let's talk about that. So we could talk about the difference between what was in the past and what's going to happen this year. Yeah. A really big one would be um, nostalgia. And I think that that's what we're all missing right now is nostalgia. We want to feel that. We want to... We're over 2020. And we want this, the, that we want that back. We're kind of missing that and feeling like I wish I could get back to the holiday tra- traditions or even the back to school experience that I can give my children. Right. So we we're kind of hoping to get a piece of that. So that's right. one way. And it's going to be recreated in lots of different ways. It's going to the nostalgia or the Christmas, holiday, Thanksgiving, that whole mm-hmm. season, Hanukkah experience is going to be wrapped up into how do you get that if you can't do it the way you're used to? So it might be in more music being played at home or purchasing candles that kind of like set the sense and the feelings. It could be the movies that you're watching and, you know, people cuddling at, up on the couch more and watching oldies. Mm-hmm. Right, there's all these big goodies that kind of make you feel like it's the holidays because a lot of the the traditional experiences like going out and shop shopping, like holiday traditions to small towns um, mm-hmm. or big towns, or we'd go into New York City. A lot of the actual physical in person shopping where you've got Santa, you know, outside and the Christmas decorations, ringing a bell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Charity giving the music where you're like annoyed that mus- the Christmas music has come early, but yet it's, but now this year we're going to kind of miss it. Yeah. We may find ourselves playing holiday music a bit earlier in our homes. I'm this ready year. for it. I'm ready for it. You're, I mean, it's like September, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> right. And so I think that's what we're seeing is before the holiday mood really consisted of that. You know, we're talking 2019 and beforehand was the feeling of nostalgia. You're seeing the gift guides coming out. You're seeing the, um, the music playing, and you're also seeing the traditions come to life, the beginnings of traditions, right? Wearing, uh, ordering pajamas, for example, 
to take the Christmas photo. Uh, Christmas photos will not be the same as they were every other year, for example, because photographers aren't going to be coming to your house likely. So yeah, a lot of that has changed. So really be thinking about what it was before and then we're shifting to 2020 version. Right. So what do we see, what we're predicting for the holiday experience this year? And when you're thinking about content for your customers, content for your followers, one, I think the first step that we want you to take when you're thinking about this content is nostalgia, Mm -hmm. setting the mood, right? So we want you to virtually set the mood for your, your customers through the content that you're sending out. It might be a hot cocoa recipe if you sell mugs. It might be, you know, that that feeling and sense of being home and um, what your candles or your soaps or your body lotions can bring to them in the like if you think about the five senses. So I think the first thing for content we want you to do is set the experience, create the nostalgia in what you sell. Yeah. And the easiest way to think about that would be think tapping into the senses and the emotion, right? Nostalgia is all senses and emotions. You know talking about how your candle smells like cinnamon or toasted marshmallow or, um, you know, warm cocoa, right? Um, Talking about Christmas music being in the background or um, touching the fuzzy, I don't know, knit socks that you have, right? Those are the senses, but really tapping into the emotion behind that. Why do they miss it? That's what the nostalgia piece comes in because your content will need that messaging. It will need to deliver an experience that they are like, oh, I want to sit in this email because it feels so warm and cozy to me. Right. And some of you might be thinking like, oh, that's all fine and good ladies, but how? (laughs) What do I even say? So Mm -hmm. we had created this amazing, amazing tool. It's, it's called 101 content ideas beyond the discount and it's our holiday edition. So a lot of you may have already signed up and invested into a year of content. This is different. This is our 101 content ideas beyond the discount holiday edition. And the reason we created this is it was super cued into the holidays. So what do your customers need to hear from you about? So we're talking again, we're not talking about promotions, but rather we're talking about content around these ideas. So, um, you know, you can even some content, like one, one of the prompts in this is my favorite holiday products from other brands, right? Mm-hmm. Or the perfect holiday products from our brand for you. So those are a couple of things that are sort of, you're able to create content around it. And it might be something that, that helps with the mood or the sense that the things that they're missing. Yeah. It gives you a chance to not think about it, honestly, because we're, we're expecting our product bosses to be very um, busy. Not Mm -hmm. only will this year be very different, but it will be busy in that you'll be shipping out things and you don't want to have to be thinking about what should I be saying, right? And we're going to make this available only until probably beginning of November because by that time, it'll be too late. You know, you actually should have an idea of what you're going to be talking about. You should be talking about it now. And it's just the start of school starting. And some pumpkin spice lattes are still in your cups and not, I say the red cups with like the mocha and mint. That's Uh sort of a little bit too late to set that runway. And right now setting that holiday mood or, or starting to be there for your customers the way they need you to be there for them during the season, um, is going to start earlier. 
Yeah, for sure. And then just knowing that those these prompts, for example, aren't all sales prompts. That's one thing that as you go out through the holiday season, you should never be asking them constantly to buy from you. You also need to be, um, you know, baking in your brand story and you need to be um, giving them value and being helpful. You know, that's the reason why they'll read your emails during this time. It's not just specifically just to get a discount, let's say. Right. I mean, even in this, something that's new that we've never done before is it's actually got a three month calendar, which with every single day with a prompt on it that you could show up and do a live, it's topic that you could talk about on your Instagram. It's something you can create an email about. And it definitely goes between the three C's. So Mm -hmm. what's conversational, what's cornerstone and what's calendar based and the calendar stuff, even in there, we have built in, because remember voting season in the U S there's going to be a lot happening around election day. Mm-hmm. post-election day. And the calendar is really built to na- help you navigate that because it's also going to turn into the busiest time of the year for product-based businesses, right? November leading up to Black Friday. Um, but then we also have this US election put in. So we've had, we have ways in there prompted for you to navigate. How do you sell? How do you talk about the election as it's happening or not talk about it? And how do you still remain... Um, that you don't sort of seem like you're missing the boat if something's happening, right? Yeah. You don't want to be tone deaf. It is a big deal. It is a big deal that this election year happened to fall in 2020. I mean, seriously. (laughs) 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 So it's a big deal. You don't want to be tone deaf to it, but you also want to make sure that um, you understand the mood shift that happens during that time as well. Right. So, so that's creating the, the shift, right? The experience, the traditions, all of that. I think another thing that we want you to focus on would be the idea of family gatherings. So people coming together and giving gifts, gift exchanges, schools where, you know, we would have white elephant parties every year with our friends. A lot of this is not going to happen this year. Right. And Friendsgiving will not be Friendsgiving, like how it's it'll happened. be pods giving, whatever, whatever <laughs> your pod looks like. <laughs> or it'll be virtual Thanksgiving. Right. I mean, we had we had holidays this year where my whole family we got on, you know, Zoom together. So we're gonna have to replace that a bit. Or for example, I threw my sisters a virtual baby shower this year. Mm-hmm. Um I'm in New Jersey. Most of them are in California, but we weren't getting together for it nonetheless. So what did we do? We actually ended up purchasing from Festive Gal and I create, we bought all these amazing crowns. It said, oh baby. And I sent these gift boxes to everyone to open together. And there were little games inside and it created that experience. It was a new, it could be a new tradition if it's a family thing. Because mm-hmm. there's also times where like my brother lives in Texas. He doesn't come back for every holiday. Yeah. So there's something beautiful about actually getting together on the holidays these years and actually being like, yeah, we can all show up together on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever it is. Right. It kind of forced us into making it happen because then it was like, oh, here's the way to do it. For my daughter, she turned 10 this year, which is a really big birthday. So what I did was I bought two cakes for her. One was for the Zoom call with the rest of the family so they could sing happy birthday. And one was just us where we, I mean, we ate two cakes, you know, and we... (laughs) But it was the experience of that, right? It felt different. It felt like, ooh, I want her to remember her 10th birthday and this is what we did. We weren't ever going to be be put in that position to force us to be like, hey, let's go online and actually make ourselves do this unless it was something like this. So there is like a silver lining to it, like what you said. 
Right. Connecting this. So uh, you as product-based business owners, as, as what else are you going to deliver to your customers? What other content? It could be ideas and in, in ways that they can recreate these options. Like I just forwarded Mina an email from a product business that was saying five ways to set up, you know, a workplace in your home for homeschool. So they sold, they sold furniture, but one of the emails that they sent us, it wasn't selling us many things, but it was saying like, these are five different ways that you can organize your space, right. And giving tips. So that's content that's helpful. That's not directly selling but it's helpful to the current situation. So it's the same idea for you. You may need to connect for your customers and say, can't be with mom this year. We'll wrap up a gift for you and send it or think mm-hmm. ahead. Or these are five different ways to do um, virtu- virtual Hanukkah. Right. Right. And so, so when you're thinking about content and you're thinking about what you can deliver, because this has to be a value to your customers, be there's things that you can give them that are not actual things that are actually worth so much to them. Right. And that would be one of them. Um, another thing that I will be changing is charity, right? The, this is the charity time of year of gift giving um, in a way of monetary. It will be more monetary this year instead of going to a physical, let's say like soup kitchen or, or like helping. the toy drops. Yeah, toy drops. Um, and also, I think it will be different in that a lot of it will be via um, experience. So there's a lot of things that happened during COVID, one of them being that um, seniors and senior living weren't able to get visitors. So letters written to them so that it would help them with um, thriving when they weren't able to connect with other people, right? They'd get stuff in the mail. And they could hear from all these different people. So even that, that shift of having your family do different traditions this year, as far as giving back, and um, that'll shift a little bit as well. Right. Absolutely. So uh, another thing to talk about is that, this is going to sound a little, I don't know, controversial, but you're a small business. And small businesses are really, they, they say it, it's the elections in the US. For example, small businesses are the backbone of America, right? Small mm-hmm. businesses are the ones that employ the majority of people in this country, for example. So you are a small business. And part of the giving back that consumers can understand or recognize is actually buying from small businesses. Right. And the content that you can also transfer or give or, or have people follow along with is letting them know I'm a small business. Your purchase is, you know, out of my home or I'm homeschooling and here are my kids and they help me pack it. Or, you know, every time you make a purchase, like our family does a happy dance. So there's other ways to say it's not charity, but it's the Mm -hmm. idea of people want to do something. Right. And they want to, they're being more thoughtful with their dollar. They are. And letting them know that peek behind the curtain or bringing them in on the experience of like, this is a family business. Mm Mm-hmm is something that is such value to your customers and that they'll feel better if they purchase from you versus buying, you know, some random candle from wherever from the Target $3 section. Yeah. Oh, for sure. People are buying from people more than ever before. And so that's something we will see definitely is that they want to be more thoughtful for their dollar and they want to see that it actually impacts somebody's somebody else right? My dollar is impacting another family and that gives me the permission to spend it. So if you feel like you need more support in this and coming up with the content that you want to send them, calendar content, conversational content, cornerstone content, this 101 content ideas is there for you. And super Um, affordable. 
super affordable. We'll put a link in the show notes for you to just click on over and take a look at yourself. But we teach you about the three C's in there. There are over 101 prompts in here that will help you think about things that you can show up and say. And this is just in the list. Um, for example, uh, let's see, I'm trying to find a good one to share with you. This is just, so this is conversational in a way. How I organize my desk to stay on top of things during the holidays. That's something that kind of doesn't have to do with your product, but people might find it interesting, mm-hmm. right? This is our favorite beverage for the holiday season. That's something that they find interesting. But we also have things in here. So for example, you know, share how your product meets a need for the holidays. Right. Right. And I think the favorite drink one, I want to go back to that a little bit because remember right now you're trying to get them to answer you or engage with you. They will not engage with you if it's something that's very difficult for them to understand or answer back. You need to get them into the rhythm of engaging with you or hearing from you. Otherwise, it's going to be a little bit like crickets and then you're going to show up with the sale and they're going to be like, where'd you come from? We build in the conversational content because that's what they... It's the easiest um, amount of friction for them to engage with you. And like Mina said about being tone deaf, we don't want to be tone deaf to politics or to the global pandemic. We also don't want to be tone deaf to the experiences your customers want to have or Mm -hmm. maybe wanting to have earlier. So there's such beauty you can bring to them through sharing on social media or in email or updating on your website or delivering of your products to them, that is going to, they're going to be small delights. They're going to be things that delight them and excite them because there's a lot of other things happening. Um, So that's what we really, you know, we really wanted to share with you. And the other thing is, is that, you know, in the 101 content ideas, there's, there's all the calendar prompts. So things like when it's giving Tuesday or, um, small business Saturday. I mean, those yeah. are obvious, but there's what, I mean, there's so many in there. I mean, ugly sweater day. There's things like that <laughs> where you can, you can talk about it. Plus there's the calendar. Plus mm-hmm. we have a checklist in there for you to do the, like a, we did the 12 days of Christmas or a cyber month sale. So we're actually helping you figure out sales in here and we have scripts. So we actually have a few scripts that you can just jump online and they're kind of their targeted scripts that would help you then be the voice, be the face of your brand and just talk about your product. Cause sometimes a lot of you don't show up online because you're sort of afraid of, you know, what to say or how to say it. So we help you overcome that as well. Which brings us to our most important point, And that is you need to show up online. The purchase are, purchases are going to be made online and every small business, no matter how small you are, should be shifting to online however, that whatever that means for you, right? What platforms you're on, where you're showing up, how you're speaking to your customers. If they can't find you online, there's no way they even know you exist, you know? So, I mean, getting on there to talk about content practicing and getting into um, starting that snowball of them getting to see you and buy from you is, is going to be done online. Absolutely. So make sure to click that link down below in the show notes if you are interested in this, we just, we want to help as many of you as possible because we actually believe that if, if the rest of this year indicates anything about online sales and consumer habits, online purchasing is going to be through the roof bonkers. Through the roof bonkers. I mean, literally we talked about that. (laughs) 
<laughs> I believe that is the technical terms through the roof bunkers. And then um, even right Shopify, for instance, we've mentioned this before. We talk about it during Rock Your Holiday promotions, but they already during, this is months ago. So this was even before it's even better now, but they, that online sales are equivalent to Black Friday every single day, equivalent, equivalent or better. And that's, they're only seeing their own platform. They're only seeing Shopify platform. So just imagine all the other online transactions that are through the roof right now as well. So we're seeing that for so for the majority of our small businesses that we work with directly. Our students and our masterminders, it's Every time we talk to them, it's like, well, I'm I'm higher than I was last, you know, last year. I'm, you know, a thousand percent higher, or I've had my best month ever, and it just keeps mm-hmm. getting better. And we want this for all of you. And I think one thing I want you to understand is those are that are mean us at this, the action takers are the money makers. Those of you that start to take action on this, you start to show up now. Content, you're just creating content. And when I say create content, no, we're not telling you to go, you know, become a real star and I don't know, TikTok and do all that stuff. But Mm -hmm. you're showing up with interesting content that will have your customer follow along that they will remember you as they start to go through the season. And when you do have your holiday sales, when you do rock your holidays with your promotions, they're going to remember and they're going to be like, Ooh, yeah, I've been following this person for the last two, three months. And now they're having a sale. Amazing. I'm going to purchase from them. And this is really... It will be the easiest time for you to gain new customers and followers because people are in the buying mood. Yeah. So whether you're telling them what your favorite, you know, holiday drink is, or you're telling them what your best-selling product is for the holiday season, there will be a call to action, which would be, what's your favorite, you know, holiday beverage? Drop it in below in the comments. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love that too. So you've got them to take super simple action. So then when you say this candle is our best-selling candle for the fall season, make sure to click the link below and check it out on my website. They have now learned to listen and you're asking for them to take action, which is that call to action and they're clicking it over. It will work. We've seen it happen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. We get DMs from all of you telling us all these amazing things that are happening. We want it for all of you. So make sure to keep us in the loop too, because we are ready to rock the holidays with you as well. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the shop one in five pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. 
Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop One in Five Pledge, and we're inviting you to take the pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is your purchasing power matters now more than ever. We're inviting you to take the pledge. If you head to shop one in five.com, the link is in the show notes. And when you get there, please make sure to share the pledge with your friends, your family, and your customers. Let's invite everyone to take the shop one in five pledge so that we can all use our purchasing power to change lives.